the podcast, the podcast, podcast. I got another love again. but they like to call me who miss hollywood and you're tuned into another episode of so hollywood the podcast yeah and as you guys know i like to give you guys a recap but before that i like to tell you guys what my show is all about so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and i bring this you know thing called entertainment to everybody because everybody has it um, and you know, I like to do a recap. Last episode, I had uh, J Sharp, episode 36. <laughs> that was a whole situation. Y'all can go tune in and listen to that here shortly. I haven't dropped the audio, but I did do the video um, on my IG Live. I'm doing all this new stuff. Woo, shout out to me. Um, but he is a producer, an engineer. He produced for so many people. Like, he is a slept on producer. Everybody keeps calling him the GOAT. And I believe it. After that conversation we had, I was like, bro, I didn't even know half the shit that you did throughout the years. And I've known him for like a long time. We met at Hot 91. Hot 91, if y'all don't know, is like the 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 the, the, the mecca of like put on 
put on for your city. It's Hot 91 is Norfolk State University's radio station. They just started rebranding and they actually moved their building from the Spartan station to they built the whole situation. I haven't been there yet. However, I will definitely go there soon. Uh, shout out to Doug Perry because I believe he's still there, the station manager. Shout out to Miss Bonita. Everybody that was there, I, I used to work at High 91 as well. I, that's where I, I realized that music and entertainment was where I needed to be because I was meeting so many people on top of that, the experiences I had and just like the overall like acceptance that they literally gave me. And I was just like, yo, I have to be here. I have to. And then after that, it just, it just blew up from there. But, um, J sharp, he, he, um, he had a uh, major influences with, uh, Stevie wonder. He actually worked with Stevie Wonder's son. He didn't want to mention that because, you know, he's so <laughs> humble and I was like, what? And so, yeah, it was, it's, it's all, it's all good. But, um, he actually opened a new studio. If, if not, I don't, I don't know if he opened a new studio or if it was, if it's the studio that he's currently working at, it's called Trilogy. Um, his credit is Young Mo, Dave East, Cutiful, 30, what is it? 30 O Black, Fat Boy SSE and Jazz from Jew Hill. I know most of y'all are maybe too mm -hmm. young to know who the <laughs> who Jazz Hello. from Hill is. <laughs> and the list literally goes on. Um, just him growing up in the church and having a background in music and just loving music, playing instruments. Um, and like I said before, starting starting his his big career at Hot 91. He said his story is just amazing. So you guys have to go and look at the IG live that I have up there. Episode 35, actually. Um, this is actually episode um, 36. And I have a guest, as you guys can see. However, you can't hear him yet. But um, I like to do this thing 45 after I do a top five <laughs> and 50 after I do a wind down where you give your shout outs and like what you're working on or whatever you want the people to know and a lasting impression, so to speak. And then um, I have a question of the day that I get my interviewees to answer at the end. I like to go through the whole process, you know, get to know them and then, you know, you know, pop that cherry, so to speak. <laughs> but the question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry? I just spit. Mm. What bothers you about the industry? Why? And what would be your solution to fixing it? A lot of people say uh, it's not the industry per se. It's just something within the industry. So however you want to answer that, that's fine with me. Um, but without, without, Further ado, I was calling him all kinds of names to be honest. I was like, is that what is that uh Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> but um <laughs> I have my special guest, Rothstein. See, I even wrote it out. Look, if y'all if y'all not interviewers, if y'all not hosts, if y'all don't do y'all look, I staple stuff together. I'm like Damn, you ready? Listen, I, I he sent me talking points. I said, you won't catch me slipping today, baby. All right. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> but yes, without further ado, it's Rothstein Beats. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's AKA, up? What's up? What's AKA up? Stanley. Hey, Stanley. <laughs> Why you put my government out there like that? Yeah. Well, hey. I got it. You see me. It's talking points. I hey, did. It, it is it, public. It, look, 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 look. It is public information, so, you know, I got to deal with that, but hello. Hello. Thanks, How are you doing today? Me. Oh, my 
I'm doing good. How about yourself? How you doing? I'm in blessed and highly favored. I got up today and I mowed my lawn. I cleaned up my, my mm. area and I watered my garden. Hello. I was like, look, y'all not about to get me down on this. And, and I saw you doing some challenges too. So I just want to uh, say, I saw <laughs> <laughs> Bum, bum, bum is all I got to say. Bum, bum, bum is all I got to say. Hello. <laughs> Oh my gosh, listen, hold on real quick. I got to stop this. Turn off right quick. Turn off all of my notifications. Here we go. Hello. We got it. Look at that. Boom. Okay. Hello. Players fuck up, but hey, we keep it going. (laughs) Oh, one of your your artists, the artist that you're working with is actually in here, but we're going to go into that. I'm going to give you your proper introduction because, you know, I'm acting silly real now, right now. Um, You are a a Las Vegas native, uh, CEO of Casino Gang Records, your music producer, film score composer. This is what I got from your Instagram. You are a clubhouse room creator slash moderator. What is it? Monday, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, early, eight a.m. Early than a motherfucker in the morning, eight a.m. But it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you about that as well because we're gonna have to get this evening session going on because people don't people don't like to wake up early in the morning even though you know. Hey, you know early bird. Early bird gets to get that green. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but hey. I'm I'm still here because I ain't, I don't I ain't wake up early in the morning, but I'm still here. You feel me? You still doing your thing? I understand. I feel you. <laughs> Whatever works for for what you got to do. Um, you work with Grammy nominated artists uh, Trev Trev Rich and Misha from uh, Seven O Two. You're are you currently an honor personality for um, Street Seven Streets Eighty Seven Eighty? I want to say Eighty Seven. Eighty-seven. I know. I used. It took me a minute to get it right. Eighty-seven point seven one zero two point one. Yes. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 So that was your proper introduction, and we're gonna get into all of that here shortly. But I do like to um like enter my um my conversations with this one question, and then everything else falls into play. Um, okay. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like, what is your earliest memory that you can you can. Mm remember oh man shoot my earliest memory is probably uh going to my going to the studio with my older brother like he he was the one that really got me interested in the music and actually producing um because i couldn't rap you know what i'm saying i couldn't rap i didn't want to be a rapper you know what i'm saying because back then you had to have skills it's not like now anybody and their mom can do it back then you actually had to be nice with that pen game I so actually I, have a song, believe it or not, but I don't say do nothing. You? Yeah, I don't, I don't really say much. But it, I, we don't have to talk about that offline. We don't have to talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So I used to go to the studios and they had the, you know, the Casios and the Tritons and, mm-hmm. and all that. And I used to just mess around with it and not knowing in the future that this is what I was going to make, you know, my, my whole career. So, you know, just being a big fan of music, just like I know a lot of people are. Um, I really was just interested on certain beats, how they were made, like mm-hmm. samples. I would go back and listen to the original sample and then see how they flipped it. So that's what kind of, you know, got me into it is just really just being um, like, you know, just it, uh, just it wondering and thinking, like, how did they make the records? So they, once I got to that part, that's what, you know, definitely got me into producing. Um, at what age was that? Uh, like around what age? 
Uh, it was probably like it really. He was my brother is two years older than me, so it was like really going to like eighth grade, ninth grade, like okay. really, okay. like that's when he was doing it heavy. Like you know, what I mean, had a whole rap crew and all that, and I didn't know nothing about. It. I was just there for the studio, and you know, I was a little brother. Right. Uh, so so just- I just was you know I'm trying to roll see what's going on because. <laughs> This was like a big deal to go to the studio. You know exactly. what I mean? Like it, like it was like, yo, you going to the studio? Like you doing it big time? Even to so this you, day, believe it or not, because I I yeah. still get excited when I go to the studio because you never know who's going to be in the studio. Like, hello, you, you, one minute it's for example, I went to Timberland Studio and then Petey Pablo just popped up and I was just like, mm. uh, hello, <laughs> how are you? And what? Like, right. Wow, but keep going. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, that like the studio is is just a vibe in there. It's, you know what I mean? It's just uh, if this is your dream and your goal, that's where you want to be at. So right. uh, that's what got me my first bug. Okay, and then after you experienced like hands on making the beats, was was your brother like influential with like helping you like arrange the beats? Because I know beat making is it's not. It's not for the faint-hearted, you know what I mean? It's not for those that that's ready to give up. It's those that really have an ear for it. Like, Because you have to start somewhere, first and foremost. And a lot Hello. of people don't even know where that, that start is. Either it's an 808 or either it's, you know, it's something. So how was your how was your brother, like, influential with plant, putting things together or helping you put things together? Well, it's funny because he knew I was interested in beats. And so we had the boss. 808. It was little pet, like little box. It had like eight sounds. You know, that's it. Like that's all. <laughs> so I had to figure out how to make different beats with the same sound. Mm. And that right there was a challenge in itself because all my beats were sounding the same. So, <laughs> <laughs> so after I kind of got that to that, um, fast forward, I was really focused on basketball. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like I my I had homies that came out with CDs in high school. I had homies doing different things, but I still didn't tap in. Like I, I joked around about rapping and stuff. This mm-hmm. was high school by this time. Mm-hmm. So then I go to matter of fact, Norfolk State. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I went to I went to Norfolk State. Um, I end up being one of my homies, and he had a beat program called Music Generator that was on a on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and so. I was like, he was playing me his CD of him and his homies made back in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the hell you make that beat? Like, them joints was fire. Like, they was fire. On a PlayStation. She's like, man, I made it on PlayStation. I'm like, man, I don't believe you. He showed me how to do it because it had a 10 second sampling mm-hmm. feature in it. Mm-hmm. So we would sample drums from like Cremo and different people that would leave it, you know, just leave the kick and snare. Mm-hmm. In the track, so we sampled all that. We went, we went to Walmart, bought like uh, oldie CDs. We bought classical CDs. We were sampling everything, and then next thing you know, we got lit on campus, and people would come to the room and would hear me make beats on a PlayStation. Like they literally made. Me, they were like, man, ain't no way you made that on a PlayStation. I like, man, give me a CD. Yeah, give me a CD. Bam, bam, bam. I used to charge five dollars oh, to get in. No <laughs> look. One thing Norfolk State did was build some hustlers. Do you hear me? Hello. Like Hello, because you know when that cafeteria closed, you be hungry. You if you Chinellos. ain't got no <laughs> Chanellos at the booty gate, you know what time <laughs> it is. So you had like you had to figure out how different ways to make money. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yes. like then after that, um 
my speech teacher, Miss Jackson, she heard that I made beats. She was like, why am I hearing, you know, that, you know, you like a dope beat maker with the PlayStation? And I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, my homie showed me. I always had an ear for music, da, da, da. She was like, well, I'm going to put you in this producer class that they had at the Boys and Girls Club over um, by the mall, by MacArthur Mall. Okay, okay, okay. That Boys and Girls Club over there uh, by MacArthur Mall. And so I went to this producer class and come to find out the guy who was teaching the class um, was Chad Hugo Cousins. But he never told us that. See? I didn't find out till years later, but he taught me how to use the NTC 2000 mm. and the Triton. And then he taught us about sound banks and different things like that. So I used to be in that joint heavy. Like I was in that joint. They they knew me in there because I wanted to learn and I wanted to make beats. And i never forget, I was dating this shorty and I had a beat CD. Like all my beats on in the CD book. And I left the CD book with her as and then she at like, she I never got the beat from her. So if I find your if I find you girl, <laughs> I'm gonna get your <laughs> she never returned my CDs, my beat CDs. And I know it was some fire. I know it was some fire on there. So fast so fast forward that um after school I went back to Vegas. I went to Vegas. Okay. You know, um took my skills. Uh, with the PlayStation and the NPC and everything else back out there. Start uh, doing, built my, played a studio in the crib. I had different people come out. Um, I released the mixtape. Then I take, started rapping. Okay. Funny, funny in that. I started rapping. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got lit. Like, I got lit from rapping. Mm-hmm. Like, and people were like, yo, you should rap. I'm like, bro, I'm a producer. Mm. So then Kanye came out and all that. So he's like, yeah, you could be like Kanye. Right. I'm like, all right, word, word, word. So uh, my mom ended up passing. Mm-hmm. Like, right when I ended up getting the deal, I ended up getting signed to uh, this, this sub of Universal called LRT. Um, so anyway, like, so you were, I had you, a lot of You were signed to a major, kind of like a major indie label type? Indie label, yeah. It was like, right, like early. And I was actually on Spotify in 2010 okay. like one of the first early digital wow. distributions so a lot of people don't know that i was a rapper bah, 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 <laughs> on spotify and different things. like yeah i did shows and all that like but i always produced in the meantime and uh that's how i ended up you know linking up with misha from 702 mm. um work with some other people that i i didn't even have my publishing stuff together and i helped with some records and it blew up for this particular artist, so I'm still a little salty about that. But, you know what I'm saying? But it was part of the learning lesson that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? Um, hey, I don't know if I'm talking too much. Am oh, I going? No, am no, I, go I'm ahead. good? All right. It's an interview. It's an interview. I, yeah, I won't be talking too much, but it's just like a long story. I'm trying to cut the story down because there's a lot that happened in between that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Fast forward end up uh you know getting the girl pregnant is VA before I left, you know what I'm saying? So before you moved um, move to Vegas. When I went back to Vegas, okay. yeah. So I kept coming back to Virginia every year to see my son and visit. Mm-hmm. Uh but then um he called me when he was like three years old, like, Yo dad, can I come to your house? Please like he broke my heart. Like I was like, dang. So I literally had like my new lease and my plane ticket with my two options. Oh. I was gonna, and, and this is at the height of my career in Vegas. So I just want to say, this is like when I was like about to pop, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, as, like I said, man, it was just something telling me to leave. So I went back to, I went back to Virginia mm-hmm. and then I just been going back and forth uh, for the past years. 
And so that's why I'm kind of like, you know, doing my thing in Virginia and I'm still working right. with my people out West. So now fast forward to the clubhouse. That... <laughs> that's <laughs> hello. All I got to say is hello. And that's why I want to end it up with that. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Everybody knows you as that. Mr. AKA. Hello. I'd be like, what? Hey man, listen. They popped up in here with the hello. They right. know what it is. Exactly. See, and that, shout out to everybody tuning in, all my people. Dope. That's dope that people can recognize you off of just one saying, "Look, hello, hello." <laughs> they know what time it is. You taking that hello to the top? Hello. Listen, you need. Do you have t-shirts and stuff? Merch. It's already good. Check out on my IG. Get the hello shirts. A link in my bio. Mm -hmm. And my guy. And in they know me guy. for my guy. I love. I Nobody that. say my guy like me. <laughs> Hello, my guy. <laughs> so. Oh my god, that is amazing. That is like so. Let's let's reverse it a little bit. So, um, after after, well, let me see. Norfolk State. Did you do anything like in in the band, or did you do anything outside of uh, what you listed? Um, as an experience, like, did you, did you work at Hot 91 or did you come across like those type of experiences? <laughs> I got a story about Hot 91. Oh, they, I, shit. I went to try to be a radio personality and they got, they denied me. They're like, no, nah, you ain't got it, my guy. So when I get my own radio show, I'm going to tell Hot 91, y'all, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But they need some, uh, some personalities now if you want to come back, you know <laughs> I'm little, my heart is still broken from then, you know what I'm saying? But it made me, it made me realize <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready Facts. at that time. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would, if the Hot 91 want to have Rolf come back, I'll be there. Hello. I'll have the hello show. So y'all know where the time is. That Eight early in the morning, I'm in. That would be hella dope. So you can make that happen. You got the plug. So yeah, I can, you know, I can call Doug or I can call one of the radio personalities and be like, hey, you know. I, hey, this is the best time to catch me. This is the best time to catch me. Hello. <laughs> so um, now you're you're back in Vegas and um, is just your son with you now or is this still the back and forth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. been, awesome since, I, since I came. Awesome yep. sauce. That's, congratulations with that. So, um, as far as your, um, production side, like how, like what influenced you outside of your brother to, um, to do production and how, how important is like getting your paperwork done for that? Well, I can tell, I can tell you the exact beat, the, the exact moment, mm. the exact time I knew I was going to be a producer. Mm. Tell me I can tell you, I was riding in the car with my mom. It was like late, kind of like late in the afternoon, and then Elevators by Outcast came on. Mm. The first time it was the world premiere, like they first time playing it on the radio, and they like, "Yo, this Elevators Outcast," and I just remember this that sound, that snare. <laughs> right. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then, then the bass line was like, "Boom, boom, 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 boom." I'm like. And me and my mom looked at each other. I'm like, I just remember, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so let me tell you. So the next day, I said, Mom, can I get a dollar, a couple of dollars? I was like, can I get five dollars? I'm going to Sam Goody, and mm. I'm getting a single. I'm going to ride my bike, and we had. I'm old. I'm a little older, so That's we had sad. to walk and jump. And so I ran. I rode my bike like a two miles. Like I think it was like a two mile, like twenty minute ride. I was out there. Bit. 
I could not wait. <laughs> I picked up. They let you pick up. At, they, I was in middle school, I think. They let us pick up the CD. They cussing and everything. Now, I can buy it. You know, I bought the tape. Right. Put it in, roll my bike. And so I didn't even know about the instrumental side to oh, it. I did not even know that they had the instrumental side. So I'm listening to the tape. It ends. I flip it over. The instrumental? Man, listen, <laughs> I, I, I stopped listening to the song and just listen to the instrumental. And I listened to every sound in there. And I said, this is what I want to do. I said, I want to be able to make beats like this that, like, soon as you hear it, it changes your whole mood. And that's right. exactly that moment is when I didn't, like, no, no, but I knew it. Mm-hmm. Like, I always look back to that moment of that's what I wanted to do. I like, how did they do it? And how can I do it? Because I got some good ideas on music as well. And you so, know, you know, if a, if you can play the instrumental by itself, you know that it's a hot hello. song. And then when you turn it over, they have the acapella, the radio right. version, which is the edited version. And then they have the unedited version. Like, they don't do that anymore. They don't do that no like, more. I'm, I need some tangible items. I need a CD. I need, Listen. I'm, you li- I'm, I'm still that girl. Like, I'm still the hello. one that'll that have your CD right now and, and tell you where I got it from, who I got it from. I have a story <laughs> behind it all. Like, people. Yeah. People think that CDs are going out of style and stuff like that. Somebody like literally told me that. And I'm like, how can it go out of style when so many people still enjoy that item? Like it's still an item, even though it scratches off, I can go play the song on iTunes. I still have some, a memory of when Mm -hmm. I got it, who I, like I said, who I got it from or the story behind it. It's that is that, that is the experience that I'm looking for when I grab a CD or a tape or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, they don't have that anymore. They, they miss don't. those moments of nostalgia. Those are the nostalgia moments where waiting in line for a CD. Like, that's when the artist even used to come to the thing on CD place and sign it and take pictures and all that. Like, I don't even know why they stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like you said, it was moments that you will never forget. And I don't get those moments no more. Now, now it's like, oh, damn, who, who, who done dropped right. now? Okay. Right. Listen to it, then I throw it to the side. But the CD, I read the booklet. I saw who the producers, who the writers, who the engineers, what studio. When Master P dropped any artist, it was like going, when you open it, it was like a billfold. It was like, you'd be like, oh, shit. Then he had the plastic cases. He killed the game with the plastic cases. The whole joint is the whole fold out and all like, Come on, and you waited for those CDs to drop. You Hell waited for those yeah. moments. Hell yeah, yeah, so even even we gotta even, bring those back. Um, even movie soundtracks, those were mm. a thing as well. Like you can, like, I talked about I have, that too. I have the Space Jam's movie soundtrack. I have the um, what is it? Nutty, above the rim. Above the rim. Nutty <laughs> Professor. Um, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's like uh uh, I'm about it. <clears throat> um, foolish. Like I got all this. Love Jones. Love Jones. <laughs> Yo, because it made the movie even better. It made the if movie even better. So I'm working on that though. I'm working on that though. Trust me when I tell you we bring it on back. Bro, Trust me when I tell you we bring it soundtrack all, back. If I if I could find my CD, my thing, for, and then when you get it at the um. At, at, at the bootleg, it's not the same, but it's, it's still. <laughs> it still hits. That's not still hit, but it ain't nothing like having the original 
case and cover right. point blank. So, right. but I'm I I believe because you know everything comes back. back, everything comes back around. So CDs is gonna come back. You yeah. hear me? Yeah. Dates and CDs gonna come back just for that nostalgia feel, just for people who never got to understand that part of it. Because when you used to see other people naming the credits, and that's why I found out. Like like I became a big fan of not. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's different nice. people like that were just looking. I'm like, who the hell made this beat? Yeah, because they didn't have beat tags and stuff like that back then. Facts. So you know what I'm saying? So you had to go research, or you know, by their sound that they had, like that's Timberland, that's such and such. So listen, we gonna bring that back. I, we gonna bring it back. I'm all for it. Hello, I'm all. Hello, for it. <laughs> Hello. I'm all for it. Shout out to Knotts. Knotts is a another slept on producer in this area because when I first got to um, Virginia, I didn't know about Knox, but I knew all of the songs that I liked, but I didn't know that he was the one, even, even Bink, Bink made yep. my lights, camera action. And I was like, hold the phone, bro. Like <laughs> I'm meeting somebody that, that just made the song that I'm in a club twerking to at this at beach house. You know what uh-huh. I mean? In, mm. in the cages, goddammit. Blake Hello. Is in the Hello. cages. You feel me? So Hello. I'm just like, <laughs> once you meet these people, it just be like, okay, then the, I can understand the beat. And then when Rod Digger and, you know, the the uh, Buster Rhymes, you be like, bro, I'm in a room full of legends and, and I didn't even know. Like, that... That yeah. is a that in itself is just like whoa. And they so humble, and and both of those guys are so humble. I, I'm I'm good friends with both of them, mm. and it's just like I like I was fanning out. Like when I first my boy Moon brought me to to not studio, and I was just in there like I was fanning out, and you know he was just cool as hell, yeah. and he been the same way like a big brother. Him and his since. brother, <laughs> and <laughs> and. and. You already know D. I was in the I was know. in the move, I'm in the, in the in the ball game video. Oh, were you? Yeah, they brought uh. me around so much, bro. Like I've I got so much experience. When he had the studio in Norfolk, that's yeah. where the ball game video was shot at, actually. Yeah. So yeah. I used to go around and then like I said, Rod Digger popped up. I'd be like, uh <laughs> uh, this is not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like then you start thinking like what else? Who else is around in Virginia? Because Virginia is like a market that need. It's an untapped market. Like it's 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 that it's the borderline of like we almost there, but we not there right. yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like we right. need something to get us over that hump and just shut all the shit down. Because once we it's get coming. that, bro, it's coming. When I tell you, VA is gonna be on a map this year. I'm telling y'all, they. It, I heard we are. They they rank Virginia like the fourth state to break out. Somebody yeah. just told me that recently. But I'm telling y'all, man, between the the R&B and the hip hop and the like, the artists that that I heard and the artists I've been keeping my eye on, especially with me having my situation, right? I'm like, and because this is my second home, you know, everybody knows it's Vegas and VA. Like that's these my places, so. Um, you know what I mean? I'm definitely doing it for both. You yeah, dig me? Yeah, yeah. I got some folks out in, in, in um Vegas. DJ Kelly J. Do you know DJ Kelly J? No. Well, you have to get to know her because she's a well known DJ out in the um Vegas area. <clears throat> I'm a I'm a um I'll link y'all together when uh we get off of here. But yeah, she, she's dope as fuck. Like 
her and Allie. Allie is another young lady. She has a um, hair company and her own business, so on and so forth. But I'm gonna link y'all. Um, no, nah, me too. Me too. I've been I, like I said, I'm in and out the city, so I know a lot of places. People that's been doing it, you know, for a minute. So mm-hmm. like, I of course people that moved there in the last ten years or so, like you know, I still. But they know people I know. It ain't nobody. Yes. And that is the same thing when I come to VA. It's like I meet somebody they're like. You know him? Like, that's my guy. He's like, I don't know you. So right. I'm that guy. I'm always that guy that I'm always one one or two people away yep. of somebody. Yep. And, and you know what I mean? And now that more and more doors are open and people are like, oh, shit, you know what? And I'm like, bam, bam, bam. So that's how different <laughs> situations came about. So, Same. you know, you just keep your reputation good in these streets. And I'm telling you, just, just be a, a, a person of your word. Be genuine, be real, be who you are, whoever God made you to be. Embrace it. Hello. Because it's like, that's very important. Building these relationships because you never know who you're going to run it. First of all, it's it's a a given fact that you're going to run into someone at least once in your lifetime. Irregardless if you're passing by or if you physically having a conversation with them, it's going to happen. So when you should always keep in mind like that, that those relationships are important. And don't try mm-hmm. to shit on nobody and don't try to step over, you know, overstep your boundaries. Because once that happens, like, it's word of mouth. It gets around, especially in this industry. Like, they're going to be like, nah, don't don't fuck with that person. I just had to happen. I had to happen in the studio last night. One person was talking about a studio and they like trashing it. And then the other person was like, yeah. They, so, like, now it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. y'all don't know if I had... You know, yeah. if I have something, so you know, so then I can. You never know. So even if I have an experience, I always say something positive, but I also let them know what I dealt with at the same time. You dig me? Right. So like, because the truth is the truth for right. me. So right. I ain't got a cap. I ain't got a lie. So if the truth is this is what happened, then you just got to deal with that's what happened. So. Exactly, because that that shit is just is worse than like get over it. <laughs> if you gonna Hello. do that, go tell them that. Don't tell, don't tell That's what I'm strangers like, some shit that you know what I mean. Like it's 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 a it's a deal breaker for me. Hello. <laughs> but um, speaking of your um your your uh record label, how did that even become about? Well, I had a company entertainment company for multiple years before I created um, my new label casino game mm-hmm. so on blast on blast entertainment is my company that I started back in college okay. um, that I took to Vegas and I actually made a reality where we did uh, we did promoting for clubs we did shows we did videos you know but music was our main driving force. And that's what I was repping for the longest. So anybody in Vegas know All Blast Entertainment. They know, you know, and I went by Stutter. And that's another, you know, I got most, I'm like Puffy. I got like four names, but you know what I'm saying? Ross, uh, Ross took off uh, after I made a big play in the city. And, you know, I had went out and I was wearing my suits. And they was like, yo, what you think you, Sam Ross? And they're like, Sam Ross? And I'm like, yep, I'm staying Ross in. And then, you know what I'm saying? And I was, I was, balling, I was acting crazy during that time. I was Uh-oh. in my 20s, so my, that's why I had to learn about killing my ego. Oh. And that's why I learned. I learned because I had a big ego in that time. And I probably would have went, I did, probably did more if I ain't had that ego. Facts. You dig me? Facts. So 
Um, so yeah, so then I then Rothstein came about. So then I was going by Stan Rothstein, and then I was like, you know, I'm like, but I'm a producer. Like I, I gave up the rapping. I was like, I'm just gonna produce. And so you know, Swiss Beats is one of my favorite producers. You know what I'm saying? And so I just added the beats to it. And um, from there, you know what I mean? That that's literally like what sparked the the Rothstein brand and the name and so then Casino is my favorite movie on, mm, you know Vegas okay, and okay. so Stan okay. Rothstein and Casino mm -hmm. Casino Gang Records and so uh -huh. once I rebranded myself um, a lot of people started rocking with Casino Gang and um, the pandemic hit so okay. then I'm like I had time to sit at home I was already planning on doing it um, so I was like in April 20 uh, April 19, 2020 I, I opened my LLC mm. for that Got my business straight for that, and man, paperwork. and then got all the paperwork. I'm telling you, and let me tell you, if I didn't have that paperwork, I would have missed out on my film score opportunity because I was able to get a check from a company, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, to pay me. They couldn't write it to me, that so that's why I wanted and going to the importance of paperwork. Yes. Um, is yes. you have you have to know you are a business. You know what I mean. What you doing as your podcast is a business. What we, yeah. you know, what I do. So any artist, anybody out there, treat yourself as such as a business. So what you got to do, you got to go with your state and your federal. Make sure you register yourself as a business because businesses do business with other businesses. They don't do businesses with people. Right. They do businesses with other people businesses. So if you're trying to get a check and you, they not gonna write it to stand. They're going to write it to my business. Now, I can cash it as stands because I own the business. Facts. Facts. So get with somebody who has a business, who started a business. It's easy to do. It's not that hard. It's, it's take some bread and, and, and getting with people who've done it. And that's why I was thankful enough to get start my business uh, multiple years ago in Vegas, know how to handle it with that. And now transferring it to an actual just record label like mm. you know because i was doing multiple things uh with my own blast entertainment but now i'm strictly focused on my label i got three artists um my sister naomi world make sure y'all tap in with her yeah. she's out of this world singer i've been grooming her since she was two three years old so Aww. she's ready to come out um i got megan b music mm -hmm. so y'all make sure y'all tap in megan b music she's amazing singer She's also in Pharrell's Voices of Fire Choir. Awesome. Uh, amazing person. Yeah, so Megan B. Music. Y'all check out. We got her single coming. And then I got my boy, Brandon Brain. Um, went my to brother Norfolk State. Went he to Norfolk go, State. Yep. He, went, he was in the band. Yep. He, Didn't he play Amazing thing. What did he play? Don't get me lying on Brandon. I don't know if he's Not still in here. I don't know if he's still in the, the chat. The, 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 what's the, the big... Oh, shit. Uh... Like the like the tuba John? It's not a tuba, or the, or the, but it's a, it the, looks like a, a a baby version of a tuba. Oh, uh, I think you played. Don't give I think me. you played it like this, and it's like it might be a tuba. I think it was. Uh, think don't it give was me lying. Right? But go ahead. I'm sorry. I, ahead. I wish I did join that because I would have it, it would have helped me <sighs> even more in my production. But later on in the last couple of years, I've been able to you know get some music theory and different things. So it helped my, my sound tremendously. So yeah, so that's why paperwork, paperwork, yeah. paperwork. Yeah. If you want to check legitly, you got to have your EIN number. Yeah. Hello. Hello. 
And the only bad thing about having um, a business is the taxes. So make sure, yeah. make sure number one, you get you a tax accountant or somebody that can do numbers because other than that, you're going to look cross-sided. Like you're, you're going to try to figure all this shit out and it's going to be, you're going to either lose money or either you're just going to have to pay money. The good thing is there's a bunch of tax write-offs. So there's Hello. a bunch of tax write-offs in different ways that you, you ain't going to borrow that year, but that next, like this, this year, what I just did my taxes? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I know. Hello. I'm waiting for that check to come through. Hello. So that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like, really invest in yourself. Get your business straight. Mm-hmm. Get your tax write off. You're going to, man, you can rent your uh, house to your business. It's so many different things that you can do. I just got put on to that uh, three days ago. See. So, you know what I'm saying? So, this is information that we're going to be sharing on my Clubhouse platform. Uh, we're gonna be doing, man. We're gonna be doing all that. So yes. tap in. So elaborate a little bit more on the clubhouse. What's the name of it? What y'all talk about? Like who's in there? If you can, if you can. Oh no, I can't. It, look, my, the people in this chat is from the room. Okay. Like everybody just, hey, supporting is from the clubhouse. And all I ask is trust. Is that true? Just get down with the gang. <laughs> so listen, if you want clubhouse, the androids they finally let y'all in, so everybody really? can. Android is now available on Clubhouse, so there's no reason why everybody ain't on Clubhouse. So you need to tell everybody you know to join Clubhouse. Yeah. Now listen, my room is called Music Networking No Egos. Mm. If you just search in the club, look up the club. I'm the number four networking club and the whole app. So I'm Are lit you serious? about that. Yes, I'm number four. If you look up networking, you put music networking, my shit pop up at the top. So y'all Hello, hello. So, this the club is called Music Networking No Egos. So, my room is called is a room I do every Monday through Friday. It's called the Power of Networking, Music, Entertainment, and Film. Mm. So, if you look at all three of those industries, I mean, I had Brandy Norwood, Sonya Norwood come to my room. I had uh, Master G from Sugar Hill Gang came in. There. The, I mean, one of the creators of the Sugar Gang. I'm able to chop it up. That's my guy now. Um, <laughs> mother, uh, the creator of the Tootsie Roll. Music executives. Um, Showtime executives. Uh, Complex Magazine been in there. So, listen. The, the phone call I got off. Like, the phone call I, I was on before I came on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Holla at Netflix. Hello. So let me just tell y'all. Let me just tell y'all. If you're not on Clubhouse and you're not up there networking, trying to tap in with people directly with a voice, like you can talk to them like how we talking. Facts. You cannot get to these people years ago. Even three, two years ago, you could be my most busy as hell to even talk to you. Facts. So, so that's what I'm saying. If you come to Clubhouse, come to my room. I do have the best room on Clubhouse. You can go check out the other room. But you definitely <laughs> going to see my room is from 8 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. I do that that early because I got a lot of people in the U.K. and across the globe. So this is not this is not just a, a U.S. thing. I'm heavy in the U.K. I'm heavy in Trinidad and Tobago. I'm heavy in Canada. Heavy in Australia. I'm actually about to be working with an Australian company. So if I'm just trying to tell y'all, y'all tap in 
to, and I just got a text. Somebody got eight hundred fifty dollars for me. So hello, <laughs> so hello, can I get a I'm trying to tell y'all we going up this year. I'm trying to tell y'all we going up this year. So listen, manifestation and belief in spirituality, whatever you believe it, you got to tap into it while this is an open time right now because we had the reset. We had the great reset. We live in, what a time to be alive. That's what I'm telling y'all. What a time to be alive because we're seeing changes that we never seen ever in American history. So people are, are linking together. People are tying together. People seeing that we are we are one because yeah. Mother Corona didn't care if you were white, black. It didn't care about none of that. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we got to stay tapped in with each other, see how we can help each other, see how we can build because we're in the greatest rebirth of America. That, uh, that Listen, we are fortunate to be here. Facts. So we're here for a reason. Facts. So let's tap in and hello. Hello. That's all I got to say. Hello. <laughs> I appreciate Clubhouse, believe it or not, because I mean, it's some rooms, of course, that are just like, whoa, you could have left that off of here. But then it's also some rooms that you really like you get gems at, like for people that do podcasts, they have podcast rooms. They got it's it's a plethora. Bitcoin. Like I do. I do a Bitcoin room on Sundays. Um, so you tap in. It's, it's called free um, game. It's free, free game. game. I'm in the Bitcoin game. I'm about to have to get a coin. Dealing with this guy, we oh, gotta make my own Bitcoin. See? So listen, this is what I'm saying. I would have never done this with no other platform, Instagram, nothing. I love Instagram, but Clubhouse. <laughs> Clubhouse I'm trying to be the logo. I'm trying to be the logo of Clubhouse. So that's how much I love that. Head. So whenever I get a chance to talk to the owners, I'm gonna tell them I love y'all. Hello, PTR, PTR, PTR. Got that refresh. The got that reset. The room. Y'all know the lingo. Hello. And y'all come to the hello room. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. But yes, Clubhouse, yo, at the beginning, I was just like, oh, my God, you can reach so many people. It's not like sliding in a DM because when you, when you, they can leave you on red. Now you can actually see them or, you know, see them on the screen and be like, OK, well, I, I, let me shoot my shot. Like, it, it, right. just just open your mouth and, and just talk. That's all you got to do. You ain't got to show face. You ain't got to do none of that shit you normally do. You ain't got to shake no ass. You ain't got to do Man. You know what I mean? You ain't got to. You, listen, I'll be in my drawers. I'll be in my drawers, in my shirt, laid in the bed. Goddamn. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hello. Hey, yo. What's up, yo? What? Hello. Hello. <laughs> what can you do that at? And you, and you on the phone with goddamn, you know what I mean? With Master G from Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Where can you do that at? Where can you do that at? You can't do that nowhere else. And then then it's it's people that in there that you've come across like out in the outside world. And then as they're telling their stories and you've been a part of those stories, you're like, oh, my God. I was I remember when I was there, like, for example, Bow Wow, he was up there telling his whole business. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember that when you did that on tour, my dick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. it's like, it's it's just mind-blowing that how much information that you can get for free. Like, it's it's it should be Isn't no it? reason why any of us are going broke or should ever go broke again if you were broke. This, this is what I'm saying. We're in the biggest reset of all time. So this is the time to make a play, build your team, 
link up with the people making things or who've done stuff in the past. Because I'm linking up with people who done stuff. Matter of fact, I got a room. Y'all come to the room tonight at 6 p.m. We're welcoming um, my guy Bob Sumner, who is the co-creator of Deaf Comedy Jam. So y'all tap into the room tonight, 6 p.m. Come on, the co-creator of Deaf Comedy Jam is going to be in my room tonight. I just We just had a conversation. We might try to bring Russell. Hopefully Russell Simmons comes through. So you never know what could happen on Clubhouse. So this is what I'm saying. We got a lot of things coming on. I got master classes with some dope. Grammy nominated legends. They're gonna be in there giving telling stories. Mm. We got a lot of things coming on the platform. So make sure you follow the music network and no egos club because we just getting started. Okay. We just a month in, really. Ooh. We really just a month in. Mm. So come on, in two more months, imagine where we at. Come on, uh, hello. Listen, listen, like Clubhouse will change your life. Like this is one of those those situations that will literally change your life forever and I'm, for the good i'm the testimony i'm the i'm the walking like, testimonial maybe, on clubhouse. maybe having like clubhouse events now like if you're on clubhouse yeah meet me up here at da, 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 and then they'll go get off clubhouse and just enjoy each other's company you'd be like when when have you ever did any of those things in life? Like called up somebody or been on on uh, like it's I don't even like being on the damn phone. Listen, <laughs> hello. But I talk, <laughs> listen, I talked to Aunt Jackie. Anybody who's been in my room, know Aunt Jackie is literally my best friend now, and we talk every day. Like not, and I met her on Clubhouse like like five months ago, and we literally are best friends now. And that's what I'm saying with how this app really like for the pandemic and that's what I do my room for my room is to help to help people take their mind off of what's going on give them a space they can laugh give them a space they can chill meet people like the the people that thank me for the room and the connection there's people in this chat now that doesn't have some crazy connections just being in the room and that's how I end up getting that my last conversation somebody called to thank me because they linked up with three other people and they got some stuff in the work. Yeah. So, like, it's all about giving. It's all about mm-hmm. giving. It's all about helping. And it's going to come back to you full nice. circle. So, I'm not trying to sell nothing up there. I ain't trying to fake. I ain't trying to. I'm just trying to create a space for up and coming artists. That's where my real heart is because I know how it is to struggle and nobody paying attention to you. You don't know where to start in the business. You don't, like, nobody giving you the answers. And they be like, go to the internet. But you don't even know what to look for, and you can't even trust half the stuff on the exactly. internet. So, I want to make sure I create a space for people to be able to get the ideas and different, you know, things out and help. Because yeah. we all, if you never know who's going to be the next Barry Gordon, next da da da, next. Because I know Ross is on the way. Hello, <laughs> That's what I can tell you, I'm on the way. Hello. I'm showing up. I'm showing up and showing out. Hello. Hello. Listen. Hello. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about anybody else out there, but Rob, my ass out there working. Hello. <laughs> That's amazing. But oh, we could talk a lot more about Clubhouse and about all of your endeavors. However, we are at 47 after and or actually 51 after. Ooh, we can talk, baby. I want to do the um, <laughs> the top five and then I'm going to do the wind down and we're going to get up out of here so you can get to your clubhouse because it's almost six o'clock over here. Yeah, you better pull up too. Oh, of you better pull up I'm, too. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm staying right here and I might even go live. Shit. Hello. Uh, 
I'm Hello. doing something. I gotta step outside this box because it's too <laughs> it's too much going on for me now. It is a lot going on out here, so we listen. You know, Hello. I, I'm doing challenges now. I'm about to be on TikTok. I see you. you feel me? Like Hello. I'm outside. <laughs> I hit that double tap on that. Hello. But let's get to this top five. So All right. um you seen the show yesterday, what I did, but I like catered it to to you. I catered it to all of my guests. Um, but top five, let's get let's get to it. Top five producers you've worked with. Uh, I haven't worked I angle cap, I haven't worked with too many people. Okay. Like so I can't even give you, but I'm gonna put Jay Sharp in my top five, <laughs> even though he didn't. He wasn't gonna put me in his, but I'm gonna put him. So I'm gonna I'm shout. I'm gonna just shout out producers that you know we we work together. So you know, um, I want to shout out my guy Moon Music. Okay. Um, I want to shout out. Uh, I want to shout out. Hey, I went blank that quick. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm shout out Jay Sharp. Um, and just all my producer homies, I'm going to shout y'all out. Okay, so. okay. Um, top five songs you've worked on? Songs? Oh, uh, man. Uh, man, that's hard because I've done a lot of songs. Like, I work with a lot of people. So, um, I, I, I'm going to pass on that one. Because I, yeah. I don't want to, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's like, it's like, Oh, but I, I, to put top five, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to cut time. I'm trying to save time. It's all safe. good. It's all good. Um, top five clubhouse rooms. Mm, okay. We can do that. Number one. <laughs> music network. <laughs> Number one on the list. Music network and no ego. Hello. Number two on the list. Uh, my 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 guy Spunk. Songwriters for placements. Um, we also got uh, shoot my um, sorry, I got to say, um, man, I go into my guy uh, ECMD got a room. I go into my guy Twenty K Crypto room, um, and then I go into uh, it's, it's another club I got with my homegirl Medjin called Respect the Hand. Um, so those those my top five. All right. So last one is top five quarantine beats. Top five quarantine beats mm-hmm. that you made throughout the. the oh quarantine. man, <laughs> I got this. I got this drink called Whole Heart. Oh my god, hello! Did you put it out hello. yet? Hello. No, nah, it ain't out uh, yet. I got a beat tape dropping. I got a beat tape dropping July first because that's the first day he's going legal with Zaza. So if you catch me on the street, I'm have CDs. Uh, this beat CD, and, and you gotta buy it, and you might get a little Zaza that day. Well, I'm just letting I'm you know. There. You, might, you might get a little Zaza that day. So, July 1st, <laughs> you're hearing it exclusively. I'm dropping it. My 1979 El Dorado beat tape is dropping July 1st. Hello. Hello. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that is hella dope. Okay. So, is that all, or did you, did you have any more, or, or are you? 
Nah, that's it. That's uh, it. I ain't going. You know. All right, <laughs> now. I mean, we we can still talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, we. Can, I got some. I just got some. I got some amazing work. Uh, Brandon Brains. We got his first single called Roll. You can get a little preview on my IG story. I mean, on my IG uh, feed. Okay. Um. So Brandon Brain Roll. Um. Date we working on. Just know that's coming. And then my artist Megan B, uh, she got her first single. We we was going with one record, but then we cooked up one two weeks ago. So it's the toss up. Megan B's coming with her single, and then Naomi, we got her date for the single vibe I produced, dropping September thirteenth on my mom's anniversary date uh, for passing. So September thirteenth, that date locked in for sure, for sure. Vibe by Naomi, biggest song. I'm getting. I ain't going to talk about it, but there's no biggest record. Y'all going to be like, well, Ross made that. I'm like, yes, that's me. Yep. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I know that's right. But also, um, I'm going to do the question of the day, and then we're going to do our shout outs, you know, anything that you want the people, the last impression, so on and so forth. So the question is, what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what is your solution? Uh, what bothered me about the industry was the gatekeepers, the people who literally stood in the way or self artists. Cause I know a bunch of artists that was dope that could never come out cause they still on the contract. And it's 20, 15 years later mm-hmm. under their name. So I say that part of people who try to keep it a small circle cause the music industry is a very small, small circle. So Excellent. There's people who don't want other people to succeed and they block people out the way or they don't give other people opportunities or they take from other people their ideas and give it to somebody bigger. And then, you know, so that is why I don't like the industry. The people who literally prevented some great artists from coming out or stole from uh, up and coming artists who didn't have enough money to fight it in court and have the top lawyers coming. So that's what I don't like about the industry is people trying to ball hog and get all the money when it's enough money for everybody it out is. here. It's, a lame it's worldwide lame. money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the thing that Corona did was bust that open. The <laughs> gate is open. Like, they, they can't even hold the bust gate it. open. Like, they can't bust even hold it, it open now. Bust it. So they busting it open. <laughs> the gate is open. So that's why I'm saying if you're an independent artist, this is the time you don't even need the gatekeepers. You don't even need the follow that you just need the work ethic that's what you You need gotta have the work ethic and you the talent if you got the talent you gotta put the work in it and that's what i'm saying if you ain't got at least 200 songs you lacking Mm, you heard it if if your catalog ain't 200 songs don't even hit my line (laughs) my guy my guy don't hit my line hello my guy I know that's right. Mm. So go ahead and leave with your uh, Instagram, social media, all the stuff that people need to know where to find you and what you're working on or, you know, what you're about to drop. Hey, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to So Hollywood Podcast, one of the best podcasts out here. I mean, I had an amazing time today. Time went by so fast. It did. I didn't even know. So. Um, but I want to shout out, y'all can look me up, Raw Steam Beats everywhere. That's why another thing, artists, all your socials need to match. I need to be able to find you under one name. All your shit need to be under one name. So, artists. Yes. 
have your stuff see in order. If your name is Joe Smo, Joe Smo on Twitter, Joe Smo on Instagram, Joe Smo on Facebook, Joe Smo. Now, some people may have your name, so it may be some official or something you might have to do, but I still should be able to Google you. And then in your Google panel, it should be able to tell me your work. So if you Google Rothstein Beats, in my Google panel that I own, that I manage, it tells you that whatever artist, uh, music, beat tapes I dropped, what, what I filmed I did, all that is in there. So have all your shit together. Um, so just Google Rothstein Beats on any site, Twitter, whatever, even if it's I am Rothstein Beats is my Instagram, but Rothstein Beats, you're going to find me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I learned that early, your branding, your name is, if people want to find you, they want to bet you, they want to look you up and they can't find nothing on the internet with your name. Mm-hmm. Come on, you got to tighten that up. Mm-hmm. So I do want to say Rothstein Beats everywhere. I want to shout out Casino Gang Records. I want to shout out my music network and No Ego family. I want to shout out um, my, my family, my, my kids. I want to shout out, you know, all my homies, my mm-hmm. brothers, P. Brand, Moon, Tom, you know, all the people I'm working with, man, listen, man, I, I love y'all. And, you know, we going up. Yeah. Hello. And it's Hello. Hello. My guy. <laughs> and don't My forget guy. to Google yourself. Like, it's nothing wrong with searching for yourself and seeing where you find fall in line when you search for yourself. Because that matters as well. Because you can pay. Or if you own, you know, your Google name, you can pay to get right there at that top slot. Yep. So a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know the, uh, what is it? The S S E O. All of that. You, I know, I know about that shit. That is very important. Labeling Hello. your website where the top, where you see it, it's like, mm, that's just, Oh, another yeah. conversation. Bye bye. Listen, Hello. I'm, I'm wise. I'm very wise and experienced. Don't, don't sleep on an egg. You know I already I mean? know. I already <laughs> know. You're doing your thing now. So I already know. Hello. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But we are about to come to a close. Let me get my shout outs and then I'm going to get you to where you got to go because it's about to hit six o'clock. Um, yep. So Hollywood, the podcast appreciates you for another episode. It's episode 36. Uh, audio will drop. Um, I'm trying to drop the audio on Wednesday because I got some other audio to put together. But the video will stay up forever on my page. Um, follow So Hollywood, the podcast. Follow me in my SS Hollywood 313. Um, the core DJ retreat is June 4th through the 7th in Atlanta, Georgia. Registration is still open. The 21st is the last day to register, I believe. Um, and also I will, so Hollywood, the podcast will be in the building. Like I am in the media room for the first time in my life. Like this is, I can't even do it. (laughs) It's about to be up. Uh, And also the adult swim tour team. We have a mixtape volume four mixtape will be dropping June 4th as well. And the team will be in attendance and we have a pool party there. So if y'all listen, come y'all got to come see this mom and all the ladies. (laughs) And all the ladies. (laughs) Oh yeah. Go, go like, like all my pictures and especially the last challenge that I did. Cause that song was dope as fuck. Anyway. Um, but yes, um, without further ado, yeah, yeah, I think that's, we, we got it. We got it good. You know what I mean? If you got anything else, you can drop it. If not, then we out this thing like a chicken wing on a string. Hey, all I got to say is hello. I got the room about to go to the room right now. They blowing my lineup for Uh the room. 
Come to Music Network and No Egos. Clubhouse. We got Clubhouse. Come to Clubhouse. We got the co-creator Def Jam Comedy going to be in there talking about everything. So tap in. I got to go. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding here? So To book your next studio session, contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast, and M I S S Hollywood 313.